Because that's S H I T. That spells shit. We're aware, and I know that's fucking weird. But listen to this shit. We are family. I got all my sisters with me. We are family. Get up, everybody, and sing. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring-ting-tingling, too. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. You know, if it's snowing where you are, um, or if there's still snow on the ground. Here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, there is some snow on the ground. There's snow everywhere. It's getting to be like that dirty snow that it's like mostly melted, but then, um, you know, gets to be like really browned and, and, and blacked by, by shoes and, and tires and dirt. And you know what? That's all right. That's okay. You know, it's just, it's just dirty. It's just dirty snow. Um, I feel like I just keep bringing this up when I, on these, on these episodes, but I just, the, the gloomy weather, um, it doesn't do it for me. Now, look, to be fair, it probably doesn't do it for a lot of people. And people just kind of, you know, have accepted it. Now, you know, as I actually say this, and I'm looking up at the really cloudy, gloomy sky, there is just like this one little section where the clouds are parted when it's just, like, I can see like a little bit of blue. It's like teensy, it's like teeny tiny, but it's, but it's there. And, you know, I have to remind myself, hey, look, I can't see the sun right now, but the sun is there. It's just covered by clouds. So what? It's just covered by clouds. That's my, uh, that's my positive spin on the, on the, on the situation. Uh, what can I say? Winner's not my first choice. That's okay. Um, I would rather have this certainly than, uh, any other natural disaster. Truly. And, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder when it comes to the sun and I, and I know damn well that when I am back, you know, cohabitating in a climate where the sun is more frequently visible, I will never take that shit for granted again. That being said, it is a beautiful, crisp winter day here in Pittsburgh. I am parked at a park. This is a different park than I normally park at. Um, I just kind of wanted a change of, of scenery. But but I'm here, and um, I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about, especially right before the holidays. And, you know, this year... I mean, there are no words. There are no words, really. I mean, there's a billion fucking words, but no words are ever really going to do um, this past year justice. 
there are so many, so many things that have transpired this year. Um, and besides all of the obvious things, you know, we, as in you and I, are we're, we're constantly growing and evolving. Um, I think whether we whether we like it or not. Now, do we, you know, sometimes slow down our growth or really choose actively choose to not want to participate in our own personal evolution? Absolutely. You know, that's why you might see somebody doing some shit that you saw them do years ago and you thought like, well, maybe they'll grow out of this. And, you know, I'm not talking about like, you know, picking their nose and eating it. I'm saying, I don't know, maybe something really negative. And, um, but nope, that person's still at it. I don't know what it is, but this, this thing happens. The point is, is that we're, we are growing and we're, and we're changing, um, often. And I know, I don't think I have ever been more aware of how much I desire to evolve. Um, I, I really feel like I, I don't know if I would say desperately, but I am very conscious of wanting to grow and just be better. What does that mean? Be better though. Um, cause that's a tricky phrase for me. Being better is being more, I would say more self-aware, more self-loving, more compassionate, more understanding as a person, um, developing stronger boundaries, uh, which is, which is so interesting. Um, and I know in the last episode, I talked a lot about codependency, but the combination of developing strong boundaries and being more compassionate is such a funny dichotomy because, you know, I, I spent most of my life feeling like in order for me to be the most compassionate, giving person, um, I can't have boundaries. How do you do that? How do you show how do you show love and support to someone with with boundaries? What are you what are you really giving then? You know, because there's all these limitations and stipulations, and boy was I wrong. <laughs> and um, I have found that to be so true. Because really, when I look back on it, I <clears throat> when I look back on all of the you know maybe even small little sacrifices that I made over the years or, or the ways that I put other people's needs ahead of my own. You know, maybe at the time I, I thought, well, you know, I, I love this person. I want to help them. I want to show them support. Um, but really looking back on it, I, I, it, I, I just kind of recall how much how rather how little self-worth I had. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I think I thought, I think I thought I had some self-worth, but you know, if we're, if we're, we don't really have it, but we have to know, I mean, do I have real self-worth? 
Because if the answer is, I think so, you know, you, you, you may want to, you may want to strengthen up on the, on the self-worth stuff. Um, and I think there's always room for improvement and by improvement, I mean, just to get it to be a little bit more, not even really like fine tuned, but just, it's a muscle. It's a muscle that you flex, you know, taking care of yourself. We, we don't realize it until we finally, finally see it that we really can't be a lot of service to other people if we can't be there for ourselves. And that is so fucking true because when I look back and I think, man, how many people did I try to, I mean, at the time I wasn't thinking like, I'm going to save this person's life. But if we are ignoring our own needs because we either are choosing to ignore them or maybe we're unaware of them and we're trying to, you know, fill ourselves up with love from, you know, giving another, right? So it's you, you give yourself away so many times and you're hoping to get that love back or you're hoping to get that sort of appraisal and whatnot. And you're hoping that that will fill your cup. And it's not a fillable cup. That cup has like a crack on the bottom, you know, it's got a, it's got a hole in it. That cup is like a, a croc shoe. Uh, Crocs have a lot of holes in them. I, I don't understand. I don't understand those shoes at all. Um, but just, uh, and in, you know, for, for matter of just my own physical appreciation, I just, I, I don't like the way Crocs look. So yes, I've always kind of made fun of them. That being said, thinking about it now, I'm like, you know what? Crocs have a lot of holes in them, probably to allow more breathing room for your foot, right? I mean, feet get sweaty. I'm on a tangent. That's okay. But here's what I, here's what I actually really want to, wanted to talk about today, because again, it's, it's the holidays. And even though we've undoubtedly come a long fucking way from the beginning of this year until now, some things in life are still going to remain true. And, and, and one of those things is, you know, we have people in our lives that we love dearly, but we just don't really get along with them. You know, um, I'm talking about family, talking about, about family, family, you know, it's right now. I, I think that, you know, obviously a lot of people are sacrificing not seeing their families because, because of COVID and all of that. And then, you know, and then some people aren't sacrificing, they're seeing their families regardless of, of whatever you choose, you know, chances are you, you probably love your family, you know, and unless you absolutely detest them and they've done terrible things to you, you probably want to be accepted by your family, you know, and 
even if you're not crazy about them. And that's what's so funny. You know, it's like that whole, that, that age old phrase that blood isn't, isn't thicker than water. And, you know, it's, I've always kind of agreed with it, but, but that doesn't mean that on the deepest of deep levels, I haven't been attached as, as fuck to my family, you know, um, families all look different. There's always going to be what we would, you know, deem dysfunctional in families. No family is perfect. There's always going to be some shit. Yes. Some situations look more drastic and tumultuous compared to others. But at the end of the day, we all have family members who we care about, who we probably just don't really care a lot for personality wise. And you know, I, I think with this past year, it's, I, I'm speaking for uh, probably a lot of people when I say that I don't ever want to take my, my family for granted. And that still rings completely true. That being said, you know, sometimes people who we love aren't necessarily the most healthy humans for us. You know, um, I have a sibling who I, who I love dearly, but I, you know, have never, I have never been able to just relate to her in kind of a casual way or a a super emotional way. And as far as I'm concerned, um, as far as I'm aware of, she's my only sibling. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's my sibling and I, and I love, I love her dearly. Um, we just don't have a lot of shit in common and I don't mean interests. I mean, the way that we function, the way that we love, the way that we support, you know, the way that we love ourselves. It's, it, it all looks very, very different. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm kind of trying to find the right words because I, I'm not trying to out anything, right? That, that, so I'm, I'm pretty damn sure that my, my sibling does not listen to this. Um, all right. I know this has happened before, but I have to just tell you this really quickly because I am distracted. There is an adorable, it looks like an American bulldog, not an English bulldog. I think it's an American bulldog. Uh, it's about a hundred yards away in the parking lot. This dog is so cute. Oh, I just love that. I just love dogs. I love seeing people walk their dogs. And I love when people are walking their dogs and they allow the dogs to stop and sniff without just like dragging them along, you know, like give them a chance to sniff whatever, you know, gross ass thing is on the ground. They are reveling in whatever they're sniffing, you know, just like, just like let them do it. Okay. Um, that was like a total, that was a total digression, even though I didn't plan it. So the the holidays, you know, there's so much pressure around the damn holidays. There, There was always this pressure. Um, of course it depends on if you celebrate or not, but look, you know, 
Christmas, if you will, you know, whether you're, uh, whether you, um, consider yourself to be a Christian or not, Christmas is such a huge fucking commercial holiday. I mean, yes, we know where it originates, but you know, with Christmas, it's like, there's always so much pressure to, to give things to people and to give gifts to people. And listen, gift giving is just, oh my God, this dog is so fucking cute. They're getting closer. I actually think it is an English bulldog, not an American one. Um, which is cool. Oh, they've got that underbite. I'm so sorry. Okay. Back to, back to Christmas and shit. There's always, there's always been so much pressure to do, you know, to, to give certain things. And, um, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I've hardly given Christmas gifts over the years. Hardly you know, just kind of as a matter of, of, of principle. And that doesn't mean that I don't want to give love or, 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 or give a phone call or a text or send a card and whatnot. But I just, you know, I, I have to be honest with you. I sort of feel like, you know, my love is enough. (laughs) Um, but the truth is, is that over the years, I never really allowed myself to spend money on gifts because I didn't feel like I had enough of it. Um, and so that was really kind of an excuse. You know, I, I could have probably admitted to myself, you know, it would be nice to really give gifts, but it's not that important. Instead, I was just like, you know, I don't really believe in this kind of shit. Meanwhile, I'm feeling, um, I'm feeling capable of doing certain things that I, that I was not before and I find myself wanting to, to give more. And, um, I'm trying not to spend a lot of money on Amazon just because, um, I don't think Jeff Bezos needs to get any richer, but you know, Amazon is extremely convenient and you can find anything on Amazon. This is not an ad for Amazon. I want to get back to family stuff. I, I, I've always, you know, the holidays, are for all intents and purposes meant to bring people together and and bring about feelings of happiness and joy. But I, but you know, because of that notion, so many people um, associate the holidays with um, dysfunctional, dysfunctional things or, 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 or tough memories right? Because, you know, here we are, you know, thinking, you know, the holidays are supposed to be a happy time, you know, but then we had a family member, uh, in in our life or somebody in our household or whatever that just, you know, there, there was just chaos. So then, you know, you look back over the holidays and you think, well, that was just fucking miserable. So, you know, I don't really want to celebrate the holidays because it's just, it's associated with so many bad memories and I think for a long time, I was sort of a little in that boat because holidays were always, always felt, holidays always in my past felt stressful to me because it was a constant reminder that some of my, you know, my, two of my immediate family members don't have a relationship with each other and haven't in well over a decade 
you know, and these, these just happen to be, you know, two, two of the biggest influences, um, adult influences, you know, that I had growing up and they, they can't stand each other. And I'm not even talking about my, my, my parents. Um, I mean, they're not crazy about each other either, (laughs) but I just, I just kind of associated it with like, Oh God, it's just, you know, it's just, it just, it was always kind of a reminder, like, well, you know, these two people don't talk and therefore it's just kind of like a bummer, you know? So I, and, and, and listen though, but I always still got a little sentimental around, around the holidays. I I really do. There's like this weird pressure. Um, I think that we just kind of put on ourselves or feel like, oh, if I can't, make the most of this holiday or feel happy, you know, then this is just so sad and depressing. And it's like, look, I mean, it's at the end of the day, it's one fucking day out of a year. You know, you can make any fucking day special. You can make any moment special. And that doesn't have to mean anything specific. It could just mean, you know, what does that feel like to you? Not what people are telling us to feel, but what feels special to you. So, a larger point that I, that I want to make is, you know, sometimes we victimize ourselves based on the story that we've created for ourselves in our lives. Now, when I say we've created a story for ourselves, I don't mean that we've completely made things up. You know, I know that, you know, creating a story for ourselves is, um, kind of how we interpret what has transpired in our lives. And one thing that I am aware of so deeply, especially over the last couple of years, is that, you know, we know this already. We we can't, we can't choose our family members. Now it is just, it's an absolute blessing when we have family members who we love and can share with and who support us. It's an absolute blessing. But not everybody has that. Not everybody has that. And even though it feels very unfortunate, you know, I I try so hard to choose the words that I use because I don't like to perpetuate negative things anymore, you know? I mean, and that includes, that includes pity. Um, That being said, you know, when I hear about a situation, when I hear about an unfortunate situation and somebody's in pain, of course it breaks my heart, right? But, you know, we don't have to be a victim to the story that we've created that maybe we have a miserable family or we don't have this or we don't have that. So, you know, the holidays suck. I mean, this is just, this is just kind of a very amplified version of, of any other day of the year. Right. But now, you know, it's kind of like uh, under the microscope a little bit, just because there's so much pressure to feel and think a certain way and do a certain thing. And, and, you know, it just doesn't always go with the grain of where we're at in our lives, in our processes. Um, that being said, I want people to make 
the most of, of what they have. You know? The holidays, you know, might feel a little bit more uncomfortable because of the pressure on them and the memories that we may hold around them. But maybe this is more reason for us to give ourselves extra love and to and to let ourselves feel joy and not just say, you know, well, this holiday sucks because of X, Y, Z. I just think that it's, I, I really think that it's, it's a lazy approach to our self care and our self betterment, you know, and I don't mean that we, we should discount our pain, but everybody has pain. Listen, some pain looks fucking atrocious and and, and right, and then we might project onto somebody else that they have very little pain. Here's the thing. We don't know anybody's pain, really, like we know our own. We really don't. But we can still make the most of what we do have. And, and I swear to you, but this, all this, this, this keeps coming back to the law of attraction stuff that I've been, uh, really into over the last few months, but, you know, focusing on the stuff that does feel good. There's always, there's always something to be grateful for, even if it feels minuscule, you know, but the more we focus on that lack mindset, right? If I were to, oh, for so many years, you know, I would think like, you know, wouldn't it be so nice if these two family members who I love so fucking much could just, could just like reach out to each other and, 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 and mean it and, and be willing to forgive and, and be willing to, you know, you don't have to have this close, close ass relationship, but just, I don't know, can you have some form of relationship? But here's the thing is that we can't control our family members. We can't control anyone. We've tried. We know this. We try. We try so hard and we try hard to control them if even for their own benefit. But, you know, that's, that's again, that's such a misconception. We can't change people even for their benefit. We can inspire people. We can give advice. We can love people. People can, can make changes on their own sometimes based on a conversation we might have with them. But lowering our expectations as far as what we think that we should have or what we want to have, which may not necessarily look like how we want it to, is just is really setting ourselves up for not just more pain, but it's setting ourselves up to get more of the thing that we're focusing on that we are lacking. So, you know, I spent years just feeling like, ugh, I don't want to come home. I don't want to come home for the holidays. I'll, I'll come home at a different time of year. Cause you know, if I come home then I have to, you know, I'm constantly being reminded again and again that these family members don't talk. So when I come home, it's not like a family gathering. It's like, I'm going to visit this person and then this person and then this person. And it just feel, you know, like I've always kind of craved, um, community, and, and, and family. And I, and I realized, I realized, especially this past year, I have been wanting that my whole life. Now, the funny thing about that is that I've had that my whole life. If only for the fact that I have been blessed with such amazing friendships. 
I have always found somehow, even from the time I was young, and you know, relationships evolve over the years and, and you, you, you know, you bring a new people in your life and maybe you don't talk to the same people anymore. But for all of those times in my life leading up until now, you know, I have been blessed with really great friendships and, you know, always at least, you know, a handful of friends in my, in my immediate life who I would consider to be my family. Um, anybody who we want, we can consider to be family. We really can't, we really can't choose our relatives. And, you know, I know that we know that, but we still find ourselves getting down about certain things, you know, like, oh, well, you know, this, this whole family situation would be great, but you know, Bob over here, you know, Bob's the misfit of the family and he's always fucking things up for people. And it's like, look, you know, there are so many different kinds of people in the world and we, we have an opportunity to just accept people how they are, even our family members. It doesn't mean that it's not painful. We can acknowledge the pain. You know, this is where I think a nice dose of, of self-love really comes, needs to come into play here because I have found over and over and over again, you know, even with the amount of great friends that I've had over the years is that at the end of the day, if I can't like self-soothe a little bit or give myself a little bit of love, I am you know, where I'm seeking it, um, it's only going to do so much. It might make me feel good for five minutes and then I'm going to feel a little empty again. That being said, I I absolutely believe that we need people in our lives to build us up and to love us and support us and all of those things. But we also have to be able to do a little bit of that ourselves and hopefully a lot of it, but at least a little bit. We, we deserve to have joy. You know, we deserve to be happy. We deserve to feel lighthearted and be playful, you know, and and not think the world is a miserable place because the world is what we think it is. And if we start to change our thinking around what we think the world is, the world does change. And that doesn't happen overnight. And but just getting back to the family stuff, you know, we, you know, some people, I've known people over the years who don't have a lot of friends and I've been friends with people over the years who, who don't seem to have a lot of friends. And I've always wondered like, how the fuck, how has this person survived up, up until now? How do they spend their time? Who are they talking to? Um, And it's just so interesting, but it just kind of goes to show you, you know, it doesn't matter if you have one person or 10 or you don't know, you don't, you don't have any family members that are are your blood relatives that you don't, maybe you don't know them or, or that you like, you know, we have an opportunity to create family members out of the other souls that are living among us. And we get to choose of those relationships, you know, which ones feel good? Um, is this a, you know, does this feel, does it feel like a healthy relationship? You know, sometimes we can't always think 
the answers, but we can feel the answers. Does this relationship feel good? Um, you know, and as long as we are willing to show our, 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 our true colors, you know, like really be who we are and, and, and strive to be more of who we want to be even more, you know, you will meet connections. You will meet people who are like-minded, who are on a similar path. And it, it it's amazing some of the friendships that I've, that I've really, that have been nurtured even just in this past year for me in this pandemic. Um, I mean, I, I have really like solidified. I can tell you right now that I've got a few friendships that I know for sure I will have for the rest of my life or the rest of theirs. Um, I don't want to get into the mortality aspect of that, but you know, the point is, is family can look like anything. Family can look like a house full of cats. Look, some people really don't like other people. I mean, it does. I mean, that bums me out because people really are great. You know, when you find the, the ones that, that are fitting for you, but it doesn't have to look like one thing, you know, life is really what we make of it. And accepting what we have as it is, does not mean that we're giving the universe permission to only give us that. Um, accepting things the way that they are, or, you know, or accepting certain things as truths, even if we don't want to, um, allows us to, you know, get clear on what we're experiencing and then get clear on what we'd like to experience more of. And I know there's been a lot of ideas and stuff jumbled in all of this, but again, again, I just want to really emphasize for you that if you get down around the holidays and you have family stuff going on and there are dysfunctional situations, first of all, you're never alone and here's another thing. This is, you know, this, this feels a lot, a little controversial to say to somebody sometimes, you know, when people, cause even I've had to say this to myself and, and there's a huge aspect of my subconscious that, that doesn't really want to believe it, but I, but I do believe it. You know, anybody who makes us feel like shit, whether they're a family member or not, um, we, we don't, we don't, Oh, we don't owe anybody anything. Um, we, we don't owe people parts of ourselves if that person, you know, doesn't make us feel good about being in their lives, you know, or if you just, if something doesn't feel right, you know, this pressure to, to show up for, for certain people, especially family, um, it's a tricky thing because of course, of course you want to be there for your family. I want to be there for my family. I also know, okay, well, you know, sometimes family members 
can can be toxic and and sometimes all the time and sometimes just sometimes but we have the ability to say you know what this is disrupting my peace and i deserve happier happier connections more joyful connections safer connections and there are always going to be people out there for us who we can find that with so if you don't have family members who you feel safe with there are people in this world friends that maybe you haven't met yet that are coming your way but you just have to believe it just have to believe it and trust that things are working out for you so again family could be anything could be a goldfish for me I, I am blessed to have um, some family members who I love very deeply and who I would say <clears throat> enhance my life. Sure, they can be a huge pain in the ass sometimes, but ultimately I think they enhance my life, you know, and then I have a, a wonderful friends, very different types of people, but wonderful friends who I also consider family to me. And the most important thing is that you are caring for yourself. It's not going to be perfect. Maybe you're just learning how to do it, but it is possible. Just a little self-love every day, whatever that means to you. I hope you all have very happy holidays. I love all of you. I'm so grateful for you for, for listening to this. I appreciate you. Um, you are loved and you are supported. And 2021 is, is almost here. It's a new year, and I don't think we have ever, ever um, anticipated a new year like we have this one. But, you know, screw the fact that it's a new year. Every day is an opportunity to create joy and love and connect with others. Happy holidays! That self-help ideas and thoughts with Bethany. Oh, that was a good ending, you dickhead. <laughs>